Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Scott joining you. Hope you're having a fantastic Friday. We're going to have a lot of fun on today's edition of Oilers Now. Speaking of fun, wow. People hear that song, what's the first thing you think of? You can text us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line right out of the gate. Many of you would say the movie Goodfellas. Others might think about the unique relationship between George Harrison and Eric Clapton, uh, who both love the same woman, Patty Boyd, that that song is basically about. So uh, they both ended up at various different times in their lives married to her. So there you go. That's uh, your useless music trivial information. See, if you watch The Professor of Rock, you see all this stuff back in the day. So Bob Stopper, Brendan Escott with you. Here's what we got shaking on Oilers now for World of Spas. Aiken after a long day, World of Spas offers Stubbs Design with your relief in mind. Rest and recover and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldspas.com. Elliot Friedman will join us today for our friends at Abe's Door Service, 1235. From the Cult of Hockey today, 105, David Staples. At 135, it is the 95th anniversary of United Sport and Cycle, and Kelly Hodgson will... Uh, Sort of take us a little bit down on a trip down memory lane. I used to get my skate sharpened by Ken Hitchcock at United Cycle uh, in the late 1970s, early 1980s. It was a place, man. That's where they did the best job on the skates back in the day. Um, uh, many, many uh, moons ago, to say the least. Uh, so we'll have a, and then of course, Wilf Brooks for years was invited with uh, involved with the United Sport and Cycle as well. They have the the pictures of you know, as you're heading down uh, Calgary Trail on the left hand side going to downtown. So we'll hook up with Kelly Hodgson today from United Sport and Cycle at 135. Brendan Escott is with us as well. Brendan, uh, you were at Elks yesterday. And uh, they have uh, flown off to Vancouver, uh, where apparently they're going to be facing quite the crowd tomorrow night when the BC Lions host the uh, Edmonton Elks. What time is your show? Countdown to kickoff show at 3.30 tomorrow afternoon. Kickoff at 5 with Morley and Dave on the call. And yeah, it's it's the Lions home opener there at BC Place. The whole lower bowl expected in a sellout. They've got the concert they always put on for the first game. Um, should be a tough test. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, back in the old days of Total Sports, I used to uh, coordinate. Uh, my mother lives out on the island. I've got uh, 
two sisters living on the island, one sister living in Nelson. But at that point, uh, three of my sisters were out in uh, BC. So we used to coordinate our trips to Vancouver. Or Usually what would happen is uh, the Eskimos at that time would play Friday night football, and I'd always uh, find a way to, to go in and take the game. It sounds like uh, BC has seen a little bit of a rebirth of football interest, and uh, we hope that it continues to grow and develop here with the Edmonton Elks as well after a solid crowd, albeit... Um, largely assisted by the tremendous fan base that the Saskatchewan Rough Riders have. The River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline is always available at 780-496-0063. The Outdoor Night Market and Entertainment Showcase returns to the River Cree August the 24th to 27th. This was a huge success last year. It is presented by Enoch Cree Nation. Get tickets in advance at uh, therivercreeresort.com slash nightmarket. I don't know if I told you this, Brendan. You know my daughter, Tori, is uh, in university. And she uh, she took Korea as one of her uh, electives, so I I applaud her for that. I I think I with uh, dropped and withdrew from about six different French courses when I was in arts there, uh, trying to uh, at that time in arts you needed a secondary language uh, for my daughter's degree program. She does not need a secondary language, but she wanted to learn more uh, and and. That is not an easy uh, language, <laughs> I can tell you, because I don't even attempt to try it. But uh, anyways, we're looking forward to uh, the upcoming River Cree Resort Outdoor Night Market and Entertainment Showcase. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, get the new floors you always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet Brendan at Brendan uh, Escott at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Uh, the calm before the storm now, really. That's our top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. By the way, I did uh, Josh Marshall's Too Much podcast last night. I had some fun uh, with uh, uh, Joshua and Phil, so we had a good time doing that. Lots of different topics. You saw the rumors late yesterday emanating from Darren Drager from TSN. Could the Edmonton owners potentially be interested in Brett Pesci? A lot of teams, uh, I think, would have interest in Pesci, Carolina, Apparently unlikely to sign him, which is maybe a little bit surprising. Now, they did acquire Brent Burns last year, and they've had some other guys do. Chatfield went in there and did a pretty good job for uh, Carolina as well. I mean, all day, Brett Pesci is a stone-cold mortal lock tops four defenseman. But he's probably, I would think, in free agency. I mean, if, if Severson can get 6.25, and he's seen as maybe a little bit better offensively, I think the general consensus is that Pesci is seen as a better defender. I'd have to think Pesci gets five to six million dollars on the open market. I don't know how you would make that deal work um, if you are the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, you know, one of the things that's happened here, Derek Ryan took, uh, he did a two-year deal, uh, a significant pay cut to help make that work. He talked about the fact that maybe a little bit more money uh, can go to some other players. Uh, is there a deal that can be made for Yanmark? Not sure. You may see a similar term length, even two, maybe possibly three years. If uh, the Oilers can get Yanmark's price point down, he did play 14 and a half minutes yesterday on Oilers Now. DeBrusque joined us as we go into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear, which brings you women's workwear, women's only workwear store. Uh, Opening soon, just four doors down from direct workwear on Gateway Boulevard. Check the womensworkwear.ca. That's where you'll find more information. And I asked Louis DeBrusque point blank, um... 
What's the price point that he would be prepared to go to to re-sign Clem Costin of the Edmonton Oilers, who's a restricted free agent, has made seven hundred fifty thousand this past year, double-digit goals, double-digit plus, uh, fought five or six times, uh, became a, fa- a a bit of a a cult hero in Edmonton. Here's uh, Louis DeBrusque. Well, listen, you know, I like the player. I like the player a lot. I think he brings intangibles that not everybody can bring size toughness grit um but uh, but with that combination is yeah, a strong skater a player that can protect the puck a player that draws penalty because of that strength that he has at the puck the keys for claim moving forward with any player that's really trying to establish themselves as a regular in the national hockey league is consistency simple as that and not just going out and doing that on a consistent basis night in night out and becoming a true nhl it's it was really only not even his first full season in the nhl he's played two partial seasons in the nhl but there's certainly an upside there the guy that I crunch numbers with, and you might not like the comparison, but when I look at the numbers and what he brings to the table, it's Brendan Lemieux. I look at Brendan Lemieux back in 2020-21, he had 12 goals uh, with the Winnipeg Jets and New York Rangers. He signed right around that 1-3 range, I believe was what his contract was, 1-3 to 1-5. And uh, that's kind of where I'm putting Tim Costin. I'm putting Tim Costin in the mid-1s to as high as 2 is as far as I would go. All right. So, uh, you know, I, I think I'd be prepared to go two years at $1.5 million. I'm not the general manager, um, and I don't know what Costin's camp is necessarily looking at, but I think he, he certainly... I think you can make a strong argument that he probably sh- should have played more, and I think what you'll see happen with the Oilers, Edmonton has to... They have to decompress from what occurred here. Right as an organization, and they've had some time to that, to do that. They've had a month longer than they wish they would have had. Let's face it, the orders were close. The orders are going to have to be better uh, in order to take another step. The management team is currently meeting out in BC, going through their pro scouting meetings. They're going to have to be creative because they're probably not going to have a lot of uh, wiggle space and. They're going to have to really manage assets well and tight, and it may be forcing them to make some difficult decisions. Um, The most likely scenario is the Oilers make four or five smaller moves and potentially look for a scenario where they can make a trade deadline acquisition similar to what they did last year where they got Matthias Ekholm with a guy that's got some term left because the rule of thumb, Ken Holland does not like trading first-rounders unless he gets a player back of term. And, oh, by the way, you know, we've mentioned a, a guy like Travis Konechny. The difference for Edmonton this year is they might be able to accrue some cap space as a process of not being an LTIR from day one. I like Konechny. For me, that's a, that, that a, you know, does he get traded before? Does he get traded at the draft? He might. I don't know how that works to make it happen because Ken Holland has prioritized in the interviews that he's done with Daniel Nugent. I mean, we had Ken on, I don't know, probably a week after the playoffs ended, so about two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, and he said we have to improve the defense. He did interviews this week with Mark Spector from NHL Hockey and Rogers and Sportsnet, Daniel Nugent Bowman from The Athletic, said we got to improve the defense. I think we all know they have to improve the team defense. They were 17th overall last year. They were 13th in the final 40 games of the year. That's when they started deploying um, Vincent Deharnay, who played 36 of those 40 games. And then once they got Ekholm, 
who was on the show earlier this week. Um, final 21 games of the year, Edmonton had the ninth best defense. But they, uh, you know, they're going to need more consistent goaltending from both guys next year, better team defense. So you'd say, well, why would they need connecting? I'm just saying that you make some smaller moves right now. I know there's a lot of people that want an immediate upgrade on CC. I don't know what you're getting for it, $3.25 million. Like, I think if you look at the price points of Kulak and CC at 2.75 and 3.25, those are decent players for those numbers. And then what do you do with Broberg? I don't have that solution at this time. So, we sell she. As for Clem Costin, can, where can he be most effective? Uh, here's Oilers television analyst Lee Brusque. If you feel that you could go out there and find a player that can stand up to anybody in the league at this point in time for under $2 million, they could potentially pot you 15 goals with a little more playing time, a little more confidence, and a little more consistency to the game, then you name the player that scores 15 goals and could potentially have 10 points. And that's what I would say to Clean, to be honest with you. I would say, listen, we're going to bring you in here, but I kind of look at it as this, and you know me very well, Bob. We've talked about this at length. I don't like telling anybody to fight because I certainly didn't like it when I was told to fight when I was young. Yeah. And but the, but there comes a time where you have to understand the skills and strengths that you have bring being on this team that can separate you from ninety five to ninety eight percent of the league. You can put yourself in a category all by yourself, essentially, if you go out there and have a fight every eight games. So I'm saying eight to ten fights would be a good good thing to aim for. And you fight for the right reasons. You fight because you're angry, because somebody's done something to you or one of your teammates. You yeah. fight because you're trying to change the momentum in a game. You're going out there to try and get a spark. It's going to spark you. I always think of Jerome McGillum when I think of that. Jerome McGillum would go out there and drop the gloves with somebody, not because he was angry at anybody. He would go out there and drop the gloves because he knew he needed to get himself into the game. He knew he needed to elevate his game and essentially elevating his team's game. It's a great skill to have. There you go. That is Louis DeBrusque. It is 1220 in Edmonton. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Uh... Bob, Ken Hitchcock used to sharpen your skates. Ha! Bob Dylan used to be my guitar tech, says this texter. Really? Um... Bob, regarding Derek Ryan, 900000 is a good wage, especially if it can best or at least put some of it into some kind of savings plan. He seems like a practical gut bad. Uh, it's too bad that you keep saying that he took a significant pay cut. It makes him sound like a fool. No, it makes him sound like an unselfish teammate. He could have gotten more in a one-year deal. He got a two-year deal. He got looked after there. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, it would be absolute insanity to give a replacement-level player in Yanmar two to three years. What are we doing here for Mitch and the Greater? He played 14 and a half minutes last year. I don't think he's a replacement-level player. A replacement-level player plays eight minutes a game. 1221 in Edmonton. We're going to have some fun when we come back. We're going to test just how much you know. It's going to be Oilers Now Trivia brought to you by Pro-Am Sports, Fan Cave and Fan Gear Specialists. It's Friday Fun Trivia. Fan Gear and Fan Specialists for all budgets in Edmonton on St. Albert Trail and proamsports.ca. Uh, we'll do that when we return on Oilers Now. Let's go to NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Drew Shamahorn and his staff, Edmonton-owned and operated. Your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. And here's Brennan Escott. After inking Jesper Brat for eight years yesterday, New Jersey reportedly in negotiations with Timo Meyer on a long-term deal. He finished last year in Jersey after a trade from San Jose just before the deadline. Ethan Bear will miss six months 
following shoulder surgery. That's to correct an injury suffered at the World Hockey Championship. And this is really the news of the day. The Winnipeg Ice have been purchased by a California-based ownership group. They will move to Wenatchee, Washington for the upcoming season. Wenatchee becomes the sixth U.S.-based WHL franchise. That allows the league to balance out the conferences now each the uh, having 11, the West and the East. All right, interesting stuff. Winnipeg had some real good teams there the last couple years, but uh, unfortunately uh, lost to Edmonton two years ago in the Eastern Conference Final and route to Edmonton winning the WHL championship and lost to Seattle this year in the WHL Final. It's time. Oilers now trivia. Friday Fun Trivia brought to you by Pro-Am Sports. Fan gear and fan specialists, fan gear specialist, fan cave for all your budgets in Edmonton and on St. Albert Trail and at proamsports.ca. That's fan cave and fan gear specialists for all budgets. Up for grabs, a $50 gift certificate to Proam Sports and bragging rights. Here's how we do it I give you hints. This is a little bit harder than the playoff trivia that we did three times a week during the playoffs. So here we go. Hint number one, and you got to text in. This is how you play in the game. You have to text in on the Ashley Fine Flores text line for Pro-Am Sports Trivia. Former Edmonton Oiler. Okay, well, that's that's a pretty uh, wide-ranging. So we're looking for a guy that played for the Edmonton Oilers. Hint number two. He is 21st in scoring from his draft year. 21st in scoring from his draft year. That is hint number two. A former Oiler who was 21st in scoring from his draft year. Hint number three. Top 10 pick in the NHL draft in his draft year, not drafted by Edmonton. Top 10 pick, not drafted by Edmonton, 21st in career scoring from his draft year, a former Edmonton Oiler. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line again for Pro-Am Sports Trivia. He spent four somewhat controversial seasons in Edmonton. Four somewhat controversial seasons in Edmonton. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Number five. In his second NHL season, he had 59 points. In his second NHL season... He had 59 points as a defenseman. So, a former Oiler, 21st in scoring from his draft year, was a top 10 NHL pick. He had 59 points in his second NHL season, played four years for the Edmonton Oilers. You can text us at 780-496-0063. We now know he's a defenseman. Hint number six. He played at Boston University in college. He played at BU in college. I think we've got a winner. Now they're getting on board here. We got a winner. Hint number seven, pass it to Sid on the power play. Hint number seven, pass it to Sid on the power play. So a former Oiler, 21st in scoring from his draft year, top 10 pick, four years in Edmonton, uh, 59 points, his second year in the NHL, played at Boston University, pass it to Sid. I think we got it. There's lots of guys that have come through here. And hint number eight, if we really needed to go down that path, hosts one of the most viewed podcasts in the sporting world in North America. 
spitting chiclets. He's one of the hosts. I think we got the answer. All right, uh, there you go. What do you, what do you, what do you think, Brendan? Got enough guys that have jumped aboard here to get the bragging rights here? Oh yeah, I think it's it's kind of it's like a dam that's about to burst, and then as soon yeah, as it you're, clicks, you're oh my have goodness, about four pages worth of text. <laughs> you're going to have to go back to uh, get the correct answer. And we, I can I can award it to Jay in a foil hat. Congratulations! I think Jay. I know Jay in the foil. I think actually? He's, yeah, I think Jay's actually done a couple of the orders now road trips. So Jay in a foil hat, new. That Ryan Whitney was the player we were looking for. He was the fifth overall pick way back in the uh, 2000 and was it the 2002 draft? Yeah. Fifth pick for Pittsburgh in the 2002 draft. Played three years at uh, Boston University. The Penguins actually had him in the minors uh, for a full season in 0405. Well, that was a lockout year. There was no NHL. Next season, he came up, had 38 points a year after. He had 59 points in 81 games with the Penguins. Passed it to sit on the power play. Then he ended up getting moved to Anaheim in a deal for Kunitz. Came to the Oilers in a deal for Vizhnovsky. Was very His first 54 games at Edmonton, he had 38 points. And then he suffered a significant ankle injury. was never really the same. And he was uh, kind enough to mention me on a spit and chiclets uh, in the last couple days. Uh, Paul Almeida, who I bumped into earlier today, saw Marty Forbes and Bryn Griffiths as well. They were uh, kind enough to uh, uh, notify me of that. It was nicely done. We'll head off to a global news weather uh, traffic update with Randy Kilburn. And when we come back for Abe's Door Service, Elliot Friedman.